Good morning, and we welcome back to the program Representative Erin Halchin. She represents Indiana's 9th Congressional District on Capitol Hill. Good morning to you, Congresswoman Halchin. Good morning, Tom. And, of course, uh, the uh, Congress has been in recess in August, and uh, you've uh, just completed, I understand, your 18-county uh, tour of the uh, district. And uh, one of the places that you uh, visited uh, not you know, recently was uh, Dearborn County. You visited with uh, Sheriff Shane McHenry. Yes, Shane McHenry, he was my guest for the State of the Union this year, just highlighting the, the our appreciation and the work of law enforcement. And we were happy to be back in Dearborn County yesterday, um, where we visited with leaders from One Dearborn and Ivy Tech, uh, as well as uh, the Sheriff's Department to see their integrated reentry program. Uh, we visited with area uh, municipal power agencies uh, from uh, Lawrenceburg to Rising Sun to Scottsburg. Um, we also talked to a title insurer. There's some stuff coming out of the Financial Services Committee uh, that we've been working on to help protect title insurance from a government takeover. So that was an important meeting to have yesterday. And we also rounded up our, our stop in um, Dearborn County in Dillsboro at the Child Advocacy Center of Southeastern Indiana. Uh, that's very near and dear to my heart, having worked in child services, and I've seen the good work that they do protecting kids in the interview process when they've been victims of abuse and neglect. Yeah, and, uh, and that's the thing with this uh, tour. I'm sure that you heard a lot of things as far as um, uh, just uh, not only general things, but also, as you uh, mentioned, um, some of the specific uh, issues that a lot of folks are dealing with. Yeah, it was certainly a, my top priority when I was home for the August work period to visit all 18 counties and you know during the tour we heard from educational institutions business owners employees first responders farmers leaders in the local community um, from clark county to ripley county to brown county to decatur county all across the district uh, we heard firsthand how we can be most helpful in our service uh, in congress so that was it was great to be back home. Um, I will be going back to Washington uh, next week. Uh, we will get prepared to work uh, through the end of September uh, into the fall and uh, looking forward to the hard work ahead. But we were certainly grateful um, to be back home. And, of course, as we mentioned in a previous chat, you visited Batesville and Ripley County and also Franklin County. And I understand you also made a trip to the Greensburg-Decatur County area and met with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh. Yes, I have known Mayor Marsh for several years, and it was nice to connect with him and get an update on the progress in Greensburg. Uh, you know, Mayor Marsh is doing a great job there in in uh, Greensburg, and the city is uh, is well uh, doing well under his leadership. Uh, we also um, met with the Decatur County Hospital and their EMS service, number one in the nation there for uh, responses to cardiac events. Um, that EMS unit is doing a great job, and I was pleased to have the opportunity to talk to their uh, employees firsthand. And um, have they uh, voiced any uh, concerns or anything that, as far as what they're um, seeing out and about that uh, they feel that uh, their congressional representation can uh, maybe uh, fix for them? You know, there are a few things in terms of funding for their services, and uh, there are times that they get called out on a site and uh, someone declines transportation. They've still administered aid uh, and, uh, you know, 
taken the, the trip out to a healthy person. And um, currently, if uh, transportation to a hospital is refused in that uh, scenario, then they don't get um, they don't get reimbursed for those trips. So uh, things like that, trying to make it uh, easier for them to do the job of taking care of the community. Now, they uh, voice um, you know, concern that, for, for example, um, someone who does uh, decline uh, transportation they, uh, or that somebody's going to uh, try and go by private vehicle to a hospital, try and get around it that way. Yeah, it's, it's really if they decline, um, you know, treatment or if, uh, if another entity shows up on scene, um, even if they have been there, responded, uh, that is the case where, where they're, they're not funded for those trips. And, you know, it does cost um, in personnel and time and um, certainly fuel uh, to get to those locations. And so we want to make sure that they're fully supported as they, um, as they do their work. All right, and then anything else to uh, wrap up uh, the discussion of your 18-county uh, tour of the uh, district? You know, I, I, I'm on the Education and Workforce Committee, so I've been spending a lot of time trying to improve the workforce, working and visiting with our school corporations. Uh, we will be doing the WIOA, the Workforce Innovation and Opportunities Act. When, when we return, we hope that we will be reauthorizing that program but I'd like to retool the program so that we're not, it's not funded based on unemployment rates. Anyone who wants a job right now can get a job. Uh, it is, you know, the workforce participation rate that is a big concern um, that we, we, I'm looking to retool that program so that we can fund workforce boards to focus on the 40% of able-bodied adults who aren't engaged in the workforce. Let's try to see if we can re-engage them. And then beyond that, just working with the school corporations to make sure our uh, career and technical education programs are uh, fine-tuned to the local needs of the community, not necessarily to a state priority. We certainly want to maintain those state priorities, but I, I definitely want to look at ways that we can uh, tailor some of these career and technical education programs and the funding for those uh, to, to meet the local needs. Uh, these are all things that I've been working on during the tour, uh, visiting with schools um, and um, employers, uh, workforce boards, just trying to see if we can improve the, the uh, employee uh, and the economic climate in southern Indiana. All right, and then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with 9th District Congresswoman Erin Halchin right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with 9th District Congresswoman Erin Halchin. And, of course, uh, you mentioned uh, heading back to uh, Capitol Hill. And uh, obviously, I'm sure first and foremost is, uh, you know, the the talk uh, surrounding the, the government shutdown. Uh, where do you see where things stand from where you're sitting? You know, we're still in negotiations. We've been in negotiations over the break. Um, we have a, a four-seat majority in the House of Representatives Um 
then the Democrats control the Senate and, of course, the presidency. So we have been in conversations with um, members of our conference, the Republican conference, to see how we can get the spending cuts that we want and get to a vote of 218. We do have Republicans in the conference that have delivered the majority in districts that Joe Biden won by 15 points. So we have people in districts like like uh, the ninth district that are um, you know pretty red districts, and then there are others that are um, you know certainly what we would consider to be purple districts. So it's a needle that we're going to work to try to thread. I think it's probably likely that we will see some sort of a continuing resolution, so that will give us a little bit more time, uh, but not so long that we push us into the holidays. That's certainly what we're hoping for to avoid a shutdown and be able to maintain you know, our negotiations um, and um, have spending cuts as part of um, the overall appropriations process. Now, when you were back home in the district, uh, did you hear uh, from folks uh, as far as, uh, you know, their concerns about a government shutdown or a potential government shutdown? No, not a whole lot. I think people are, are um, maybe that's not on the radar just yet, Um we have mechanisms in place to make sure that in the event of a shutdown, you know, Social Security checks are still going out and, and you know, services are still being rendered. Um, but we want to avoid a government shutdown if we can. Uh, we want to vigorously try to get in some spending cuts to restore fiscal sanity. You know, the thing I heard about most on this trip was inflation, uh, interest rates, um, the workforce, and um those are the, and certainly also still the border uh, is very much a, an issue that I hear about. So, um, you know, a lot of things to work on when we get back to D.C. I'm going to be focused on doing the best I can for the ninth district of Indiana uh, and, um, you know, trying to get our fiscal house in order and build the economy. And uh, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, as far as some other issues, uh, of course, we'd uh, touched on, uh, of course, obviously the uh, potential government shutdown and some other things in the uh, first segment. Um, what are some other things that uh, you'll be working on uh, once you get back to Capitol Hill? Um, I, I just introduced a bill. Um, I've got a couple of uh, companion bills on the ESG uh, issue that is infiltrating our financial sector. Um, so I have uh, the No ESG Act, which is in the Financial Services Committee, and that has come out in a bill package. Um, that is so that if a um, in a shareholder meeting we don't require them, and in fact we encourage them to only consider um, things that are beneficial to the bottom line. Uh, and now we have a bill coming out of the Education Committee Hopefully soon. We've just dropped it. Um, I think it was earlier this week. We we um, filed this legislation, and it's going to be um, ensuring that our pension programs are not uh, focusing on uh, political priorities, but focused on you know the fiscal health of those pension plans. Um, so that is also uh, aimed at uh, targeting these ESG proposals that really insert politics into a place where it shouldn't be. Uh, when we should be focused on what's best for um, the um, the pension plans and their um, fiscal health. Okay, and then anything else? Yeah, I'm always working on literacy, so we're going to be working on um, 21st century literacy for uh, improving reading and math scores um, and the way that we teach reading. So we are 
going to be focused on that, helping students with disabilities, um, a lot on the agenda. Um, and then just beyond that, you know, I'm going to be fighting for smaller government and for uh, securing the border. Well, these are all things we're going to be focusing on and, and fighting for when we get back to uh, D.C. in just a few days. All right. And, of course, it also bears repeating. How can folks get a hold of you? Uh, the website is houchin.house.gov, H-O-U-C-H-I-N dot house, H-O-U-S-E dot G-O-V. Um, that, is the, um, that is the website, and that is the best way to find us. All right. Well, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, we appreciate your time. As always, stay well, safe travels, and we will talk to you again in about two weeks. All right. Thank you so much.